When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Uh, this hour, an internationally known medical intuitive, healer, and author discusses interdimensional entities called archons which attach themselves to humans they feed off of us they manipulate manipulate us uh, by feeding us negative thoughts dr reverend christopher macklin is the founder of the global enlightenment project he specializes in healing abductees and others who have suffered related negative et trauma He assists people in removing negative ET presences from their lives, clearing homes and land, and closing multidimensional portals. It sounds like this family in Essex could use his help. He also works tirelessly with Illuminati fallout children who've been mind-controlled and physically tortured by ET-influenced government agencies and institutions. In addition, he works very closely with the Pleiadians and Arcturians to help heal and rebalance humanity. He has a new book and protocol uh, out that addresses the negative ET presence and how it has affected humanity. Today, Christopher is an internationally known energy healer who specializes in healing people from all forms of illness. Again, especially those created through ET technology, such as Morgellons, Lyme, etc. He he is the author of History, Truth, and Healing, HIV, AIDS, Agent Orange, Gulf War Syndrome, Morgellons, and Lyme. Christopher, welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, Richard, thanks for having me on. It's wonderful to be here, bless your heart. <laughs> oh, my, are you far from Essex by any chance? I, I'm detecting no, I'm an actually, English accent, or are you in the United States now? No, I'm in the United States. I live in Missouri, but I was born in uh, Chester, which is 20 miles from Liverpool and 30 miles from Manchester. So, uh, yeah, I, I came here about in 2010. I've never left. I love the place. <laughs> uh. Are you in the Ozarks? Uh, exactly, yeah, the Ozarks. I love oh, it. Wonderful. It's amazing. So, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful surroundings, you know, lots of trees and back into nature. Right, right. So you are a uh, described as a Melchizedek being. Now, I know Melchizedek from the Old Testament. He was kind of a priest king from Jerusalem. I think Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek. So obviously he was a very revered uh, a person, but... What do you mean? What is Melchizedek being? Well, there's, there's various beings, of course, uh, you know, malevolent and benevolent, you know, uh, and there's lots working together to, you know, make things happen. And there's, there's the uh, negative ones trying to shut us all down. 
the Matilda beings come from the ultimate dimension. Um, they were involved with, you know, on the creation of this third dimensional world, they were kind of involved, involved with things like putting Akashic Records in place and some creation of different plants and things like this. So uh, they had a... Um, they had a participation that, of course, prime creator creates the whole thing, which is, you know, source or whatever you want to call the universe, God of all it is, or, you know, I define God as God, God as prime creator of all that is. But um, the Bikisdapians also were, were trained to kind of police the time space and police things here. So they, they keep coming back here. One of, the, one of the problems with this world is that it's a third dimensional world. And of course, you've got free will. So... Even the prime creator, because that beings, you know, Actorians, Palladians, they can't get involved without having some of their people incarnate down here so they can get over the third dimensional aspect of free will and, uh, you know, by asking, okay, Ethers, we need you down here, guys. We need something to happen. So they're calling uh, their starseed family to come in and help. And that's what's happened. That's why you've got a lot of starseeds born. You know, uh, they call them different, different uh, names, but it, they're all starseeds. So as a Melchizedek being, you volunteered to come down to Earth. I mean, do you remember uh, oh, yeah. Remember <laughs> pr prior to your incarnation here on Earth? Oh, yeah, I remember when they, you know, they, they say, okay, he's coming down this time. And I've come down. The thing is about starseeds, Richard, is, is this, is that, you know, for the last 4,000 years, they've had to come down a lot of times because things are changing so rapidly on this planet. Um, you know, obviously in this third dimensional world, but if you didn't keep up with the changes, you would uh, you would not, um, what would you call it, train yourself to have the strength for right now, because this is it, you know, this is what we've been training for. So we've incarnated for the last 4,000 years a lot of times, and most uh, starseeds have, to train and train and get used to being here and get used to being here because it's getting darker, but of course, the, you know, we've also got this ascension program going on, so uh, it's important to understand it, and I think that's why we've incarnated a lot of times. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking volunteering, but I did. <laughs> but I do love it. I mean, I, I always tell people, look, if you get in God's queue and God's, I want volunteers. No, don't go gunning. Pretend you've got a bad stomach. Go to the toilet. Pretend you've got diarrhea, and stay in there all day until, and then you cry. Oh, <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> but I do love it so down here. I mean. It, it's crazy. I mean, it's nuts, you know. But uh, but I do love it down here. So, let me see if I'm I'm I sort of have a handle on what is happening here when we're talking about negative entities and so forth, because we're going to talk about archons, and um, we know about archons. Let's say, for example, from the Gnostic tradition, there's the demiurge, and and the archons are kind of, I don't know, guarding this prison planet. Um, so we're sort of trapped here, and every once in a while. Someone kind of gets behind enemy lines, an avatar arises to, start, to sort of try and wake us up, uh, which is kind of really what the Matrix uh, films are all about, right? Those are very Gnostic films. Um, oh, they are. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So as a Mel Melchizedek being, uh, are you like one of these, similar to one of these avatars who is, it's almost like uh, special forces paratrooping or uh, parachuting in behind enemy lines uh, you know, undetected by the archons to to try and save this this prison planet. Is that the idea? 
That's the idea. And there's a lot of people. There's not just me. And there's five Mechilzbeck beings here. But there's a lot of uh, Actorians, Palladians, Atlantarians, Lumerians. You know, they're all doing different jobs. And, and we've had to have them here. Um, and, you know, our job is to... Actually, we're going to do a huge project, which is... Um, going to really help the planet. Uh, I can talk about that later, uh, but it's a huge, huge uh, project which we're working on now um, to acquire the land to actually get some um, off-planet pyramids down here. And that's kind of, to me, is essential to the planet's transition because if you don't, there's so many, there's so much symbology and things built on the ley lines to try and shut them down. So the energy field around the planet has been really um, skewed, uh, for want of a better word. And in addition to that, of course, the Archons, what they've done, uh, these guys have been around for thousands, you know, ever since the Babylonian times, then, you know, the, the plan, uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the Archon Covenant, uh, that no. kind of goes into their plan. So the Archon Covenant describes, well, uh, let's manipulate them, let's make them sick, you know, let's use metals and skew the brain so they can't think properly and they can't make, because they, they're seers, they can see so you have to somehow dumb people down. And then you've got fear, you've got anger, and you've got frustration, um, you know, through media, you know, through religion separation, through um, obviously political separation. Uh, and you've got other separation going on now, you know. Uh, so they've, they've, they're crazy. They've, they've manipulated people's minds so much that, you know, it creates a lot of anger. And it, it, you know, anger and fear really shut people down. And then these so beings can where do these know, feed where do these archons come from? You said they they've been around since Babylonian times, but uh, before that, where do they know, come they're, from? They're, yeah. kind, they're kind of the duality. Uh, they were created. Uh, they were kind of born out of the Milky Way type thing, and they were created as the duality of uh, the um, the archangels. So they're kind of the negative guys, the archangels. Um, and they actually work with, so the Archons actually work closely with the um, the Luciferians, which is connected to the Vatican. And the Vatican, of course, is the um, the Roman Empire still. People don't even realize that. And they worship Lucifer there. And then you've also got the um, the Draconians. Well, I want to be, I want to be careful here because we don't, want to, we don't want to malign our Catholic uh, friends. We're, we're talking about no, it. No, no, no. With, within every organization, um, you know, there is a certain infiltration by darker forces, let's say, darker entities. So you're saying that within Absolutely. the Catholic Church, there may be some infiltration from these Luciferian-type groups. We're not, we're not maligning yeah, yeah. Catholics or... No, 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 no. Right. I, mean, I just want know, to be every, Everywhere in every religion, every political organization, there's always darkness of some type, you know, uh, because it's, it's infiltration, you know, and it's kind of sad. So... So anyway, those, uh, so the Luciferians are working with these archons. The problem with Luciferians, if you look at Jesus' teachings, I love Jesus' teachings, he talked about demonic entities. Well, uh, he was really talking about the Luciferians and the uh, Draconians because um, what happens is when you, when you drop your vibration in your body, these things can attach to you. Now, you know, people get, in quotes, possessed, you know, where they're, oh, you know, they're contorting their body and... They've got a really uh, raspy voice, you know, a very hissy, raspy voice. That is a Luciferian attachment. And, um, but the problem is, is because, because they're pretty dark beings, what they do is instead of attaching to human beings, they, they team up with the Archons to do very subtle things. And Archons have actually no body. They're actually, 
they're actually energetic and they can get in between people because you know your wife and yourself for example you've got an energy link you know and they can get within that energy link and start creating discord uh, with their negative energy and then obviously the family falls apart um, that's that's what they're using for because if the Luciferians or the Draconians attached to you, um, then you know you know you've got a possession or attachments because they're too dark. So they they use the um, archons to you know to kind of do it in a more subtle way. Uh, I mean the archon covenant talks about you know make them sick, uh, then we'll give them some pills and make them all sick, and you know we'll poison the food or poison the skies. It's interesting. Have a look at, you know, it's good to look up the Archon Covenant, maybe on DuckDuckGo or on Google. I'm not quite sure it's on Google, but certainly DuckDuckGo, you can see and read it. Um, it's it's quite in-depth. It's very interesting. So the Archons, they have no physical body. They are energy beings. Uh, but as a yes. Melchizedek being, as a as a medical intuitive and so forth, are you able to see them or, or sense their presence? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Honestly... Richard, when I was four, I could see them. And I remember there's also the Anunnaki, which aren't so dark. There's good Anunnaki and, you know, a lot of manipulative Anunnaki, but they're not they're not as dark. They do attach to people, but they're more subtle, you know, a lot more subtle even than the Archons. And uh, what happened is when I was four, you know, um, I saw one of these things in the corner of the room, and it, they're, they're normally about nine to ten feet tall. Um, some people call them Nephilim or whatever. But anyway, it's sitting in the corner of the room, and, and I felt this like really dark feeling in my chest. Like, wow, you know. And I said, Dad, Dad, there's a reptilian thing in my room. He comes going up, where? <laughs> he just couldn't see it. And of course, you know, it's there, you know. And I, I realized very quickly that I had a gift that people don't have. You know, some people can see through the veil, some people can't. So it is a gift because it's good because when you come and work on people and uh, want to help them the first thing you need to do is see whether they've got any attachments and i would say 99 percent of people who get sick do have attachments of some sort whether it's uh, anarchy draconian or um, luciferian or arconic energy and are, and are the uh, when the archons saw well when when you saw the archons do they then realize that they can be seen by someone and then are you then targeted as a result? Uh, you are, yeah. But what you've got to do is, again, build an inner strength because we're, you know, there's one thing about human race. We're sovereign beings. And part of, part of uh, growing um, in this third-dimensional world is understanding how these things function and keeping them away with, you know, uh, I call it maps of intent or prayers, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I remember at four, I just come out and I said, get out of my bedroom. It was gone. I thought, wow, that worked. So if you've got an inner strength and you really, you know, uh, command that things happen, they really do happen. But, you know, we're taught in this world to be powerless and, you know, uh, we're taught to uh, be enslaved by money and, uh, you know, religion, all this sort of thing. And I think, you know, but we are sovereign beings. We've got a direct connection uh, with the prime creator, you know, source, all it is, whatever you want to call it, Jesus, Buddha, you know. So it's important to um, to establish that connection. And that takes a bit of work because you've got to raise your vibration to a point where you're leaping out of bed and going, wow, I feel amazing, you know, and you feel as though you could really help the world. Uh, but it takes some time to get there because it's it's a tough planet to be on. How many archons are there? Are they? Are, are there? Is it limitless the number of them, or is there a certain number? 
Uh, I've never really checked, but there's, there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands. There's actually more Anunnaki here, um, which actually live under the planet as well. I don't even know that, but the reptilian Anunnaki, they actually live under planet in massive caverns, and uh, there's actually more of them than us on the planet. And, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the, the covenants, they've all kind of got together because they want to try and take over the planet and get the human beings off. But it's not going to happen. So, you know, as long as we keep on the trajectory we are and stay positive, you know, the power of the mind is absolutely incredible. And it's important for people not to buy into false narratives and really just focus on, you know, um, the outcome, which is unconditional love, in my opinion. It's the highest vibration there is. Dr. Reverend Christopher Macklin is with us, founder of the Global Enlightenment Project, and uh, he is the author of History, Truth, and Healing, HIV, AIDS, Agent Orange, Gulf War Syndrome, Morgellons, and Lyme. You mentioned the, the reptilians. I had John, do you know John Rhodes? I had John Rhodes on the program a couple of weeks ago, and, and he has a, a website, reptoids.com. He's a kind of a cryptid hunter, and he, he likewise believes that there are um, huge numbers of reptilians living in underground uh, caverns and tunnels and so forth. So, but these are, the reptoids are, are extraterrestrials. Uh, I mean, they take physical form. The archons do, yeah. are energetic beings, but so are they, they're working together, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, the energetic beings are working together with the reptoids. I mean, you know, the thing is about an, an anarchic reptil, reptilian creatures is they can shapeshift, so can draconians, and so can luciferians, so they can switch in this dimension and be physical, and then they can switch out of it. And that's why there's a lot of reptilian people amongst us, you know, they can take human form. You also, of course, have uh, reptilian hybrid people, uh, which are uh, basically produced to get in high-level positions because uh, a lot of these people don't have any uh, compassion or sympathy. They're just uh, they're just numb, you know. They just want to. It's all about the money and the power. They don't have any compassion or anything for humanity at all. So we've got quite a job to do to shift this planet, you know, and that that takes all of us, you know. All right, we'll take a quick time out and uh, come back and continue to discuss archons and other negative ET entities. Dr. Reverend Christopher Macklin, again, founder of the Global Enlightenment Project, back with more of our conversation right after these. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I can't stop talking about the pomegranate super tea from my friends at Get The Tea. They actually changed the name. It used to be known as Formula 13 pomegranate cleansing tea, but this gentle cleansing tea now contains a new stronger formula. All I know is it still tastes great, it's still refreshing, and it still provides me with energy and a sense of well-being. This new blend of tea contains some of the same ingredients as those that are in the life change teas, but with added natural pomegranate flavor and stevia. 
to give it a natural, slightly sweetened taste. One pouch of tea contains eight tea bags, enough to last for one month. I brew two gallons at a time and then it steeps in cold water. Into the fridge it goes and that's enough to last for the week. I start my day every day with a 16 ounce cool refreshing glass of this amazing herbal, non-GMO, caffeine-free tea. It provides a daily gentle cleanse that rids my body of any intruders. A healthy gut is the key to a healthy body. So come on board and find out for yourself. The super tea also comes in peppermint. These teas are not available in any store. Use the code UNLIMITED and all your orders ship for free. Get your tea from getthetea.com. Theoretical physicists say that there's as many as 12 hyperdimensions. Here are just three of them. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, here's an extra one. Conspiracy Unlimited. Hey, how about one more? Conspiracy Unlimited. And the great thing is we have six hyperdimensions left. Conspiracy Unlimited. Five. Or something like that. I'll ask Richard later. And we are back with Dr. Reverend Christopher Macklin, founder of the Global Enlightenment Project and the author of History, Truth, and Healing. And before we get back into our discussion about archons and negative ET entities, uh, we want to mention your online group healing sessions that happen three times a week. Uh, Christopher, tell us more. This is a charity. It's a 501c3. Um, I called it Christopher Macklin Ministries originally, but... The Global Enlightenment Project is a project of this ministry, so you know it's a non-for-profit. And because of that, we always make sure everyone gets healing. We work on thousands of people a week, but uh, these things, uh, Monday, 9 a.m. Central Time, Thursday, 5 p.m. Central Time, and Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. And we do it every week. It's by donation. You can just come online. If you have no money, I always encourage you, please come on, because never shame yourself. I've been there. I've had no money at times. And I know what it's like. So that's why we do that. So people can get a healing and help them release these uh, attachments like, you know, draconians and anarchy things from them so they can actually um, free their life up and start moving forward. And that's really important to me. And we do a lot of other healing as well, of course. We work on cancers and different things. So, so if you want to join them, please, please, you know, just come on and, you know, we're trying to help as many people as possible. And the website again, globalenlightenmentproject.com, globalenlightenmentproject.com, all one word. That's it, yeah, That's the absolutely. Best. <laughs> Is it possible to, I guess, self-diagnose? How do you know if you have an attachment versus uh, just, an, I don't know, a, a regular sort of biological illness? Or, or is there a difference? With an attachment, what happens is this, you know, say, let's take, for example, draconian anarchy. If you have one of those attached to you, they sit in the abdomen, so the abdomen kind of gets bloaty. You know, you get a lot of gas or you can't digest your food properly because it paralyzes the intestines from the end of the cage down because it's low vibrational. So, of course, when you eat, either it gets further down, you feel blood. Every time you eat, you get a lot of gas and everything's bloaty. It also taps in the lower back between L4 and L5 di uh, discs. So... It taps in there where the disc is, and so it damages the L4 or 5 disc between the vertebra. It uh, also sends you negative thoughts. Now, you know, I know a lot of people when we first do a, a session with them, they say, well, I get all these thoughts. Like, you know, you're useless. And whatever you do in the day, you go to your work, oh, that was pathetic. You know, you go home and do dinner, that was useless. You just get all these thoughts all the time. 
Now, anarchy, the thoughts aren't so dark. With draconians, they start to get suicidal. So you can always tell how dark the being is. And, you know, as soon as you remove these beings, that completely stops. It's absolutely amazing. But the other thing they do as well is hang on the shoulders or neck. And, of course, they're a spirit here, but it still affects the muscles. So the muscles are tight on your neck or shoulders all the time. And, uh, you know, uh, you, can just, you can just tell, like, your vibration's really low. It also affects the liver. It drops the vibration of the liver so it doesn't process the toxins. So you get brain fog, you get a heavy head. And also it paralyzes the adrenals, so the serotonin's low, so your, uh, so your um, hormones are off balance, so you just feel exhausted all the time. And, and that's the thing with kind of depression, that's really to be where it comes from. You know, as soon as you remove these things and the negative thoughts have gone, you can start living your life again. But of course, you know, one of the things about healing is really important. You know, if you remove that being now, if you don't protect yourself from them coming back, they can come back within two or three hours. They can reattach. So that's why on the website we have, in quotes, maps of intent or prayers to keep these things out by putting sacred geometry around you. And in that way, you can raise your vibration without these things reattaching and dropping it. So it's it's a key instrument. So, you know, if people want any help, please just come on these uh, come on these healings. You know, we'd love to see you. What do they want from us? The archons, the the reptoids. They want to take the over draconians. the planet. They want to take over the planet. If you look at uh, you know the narratives, I mean, you've got everyone's heard of the Illuminati, deep state, you know, cabal, whatever you want to call it. It's it's a it's a group of people who just want to control the planet. They want to control the money. Uh, they want a world world order, and and they don't want people you know stepping up, and they, they they don't want you to own anything. You know, they want to take over the planet, but. The biggest thing, really, is the, the reptilians below the planet want to come up, and that's why the, these um, these ideas of blocking out the sun, um, you know, and people say, well, you know, you need to block out the sun because, you know, there's global warming. No, it's nothing to do with that. You know, it's, it's to actually reduce the oxygen because the reptilians under the planet can't breathe that level of oxygen, so they can't come up unless we reduce the oxygen. And that's what some of the, um, you know, uh, what do you call it, cabal people are trying to do. And so, you know, we're uh, here to kind of try and stop that, you know. But, uh, of course, there's a lot of things going on by, you know, uh, control the media, you can control people and mind control them. So, you know, it's very interesting. It's very interesting to watch. Well, I've seen, uh, let's say, artistic renderings or depictions of these reptilians that live beneath us. I mean, these are powerful-looking creatures, Oh, I mean, huge! <laughs> I, I would think I would think that they could come up onto the surface if they wanted and and break and make pretty quick work of us. I mean, they look like they could just tear us limb from limb. Why do they have to do this in kind of a um, in subterfuge? You know, shape shift and and um, attack our abdomens and so forth. Why don't they just declare all out war and and uh, invade the surface and destroy us, devour us? Well, it's done subtly, and I think it's done with the intent of human beings, because what they're doing is manipulating people's mind, because the narratives that play out, even right now, aren't exactly what's playing out, but people believe everything. It's, you know, they want to get people sick, believe in things, and then they become subservient, because, oh, we need help, we need pills to help us through this, and and therefore, you know, they become subservient uh, to reptilians. Uh, they can't just go in and take over, because um, there's... Uh, there's benevolent 
off-planet beings who won't allow that to happen. There's certain rules of the universe, so they have to be very careful about how they do it, uh, you know, with things like karma and that. So, very interesting. I mean, we have a huge project, um, and we're actually building off-planet pyramids. Well, you know, one's going to be over 1,000 feet tall, uh, 666 feet tall, and 333 feet tall. It's all sacred number in numerology. And what's happened is if you line these in a, uh, a golden curve, I mean, they're huge things. They're not just small, they're huge things. They're going to be transferred here. But we have to, of course, buy the land. And the whole point about these things is, so well, why do you want to bring those things down here? The, if they're on the golden curve, the last biggest one will be on top of the ley line of the planet, um, the, one of the major ley line intersections, which will allow to flood energy and by flooded energy, because these beings are low vibrational, they can't exist in a high vibrational state. So, so that's uh, really, you know, one of my main projects to do. And of course, um, you know, buying that sort of land, hundreds of thousand acres, and having to build an infrastructure. Because if people think, wow, these things have these things have just appeared from nowhere, they're going to want to see them. So it's a huge project. You know, it's not just me involved, but a lot of top banking people and different things. So. That is moving forward slowly. Uh, when the time's right, it'll happen. So, but that'll really help the planet as well. So these pyramids, what, they have to be they have to be constructed off planet and then brought back down to Earth. Why? Uh, because they've a they've got to be um, completely accurate. You know, within point point something of a degree, point zero 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 one of a degree. Uh, the second thing is that the materials they're using are not of this planet. Um, and uh, it's it's also ancient um, it's ancient technology. So they are more stargates. I mean, the ones in Giza were built by the Palladians. They weren't built here. They were switched down from you know a different planet as well, from the fifth dimension, from Palladium. So uh, they've all been built elsewhere. And even now, people think, well, we don't have the technology to build this as accurate as it's been built. And, and they're quite correct. So that's why we're doing it. They'll just suddenly appear, you know, one will appear, next one, and then the final one. And then uh, that'll be something, you know, it's it's a God thing, you know. It's, it's really going to help. So they these three enormous um, pyramids, which will be placed on ley lines, will provide almost what, like a, a protective grid around the earth to prevent the Archons and the Draconians from taking over? Is that the idea? Well, it'll, it, it, to, to get over karma, it's going to raise the vibration uh, exponentially of the planet over about three or four years. It's going to raise really quickly, which means that low vibrational beings can't live in a high vibrational state. That's why I always talk to people about attachments. You know, if, you're, if your vibration is precarious and it's not right up there, um, you know, if, if the level of your vibration is right up here and, you know, the the low vibrational beings are lower, they can't get near your energy field and that's what protects you. But meanwhile, while you're doing that and raising your vibration by releasing emotion and getting the energy and flowing in your body with the meridians, um, you need to say maps of intent, prayers. And you know, it's the same with these pyramids. Once they're down here, uh, because they're Stargate type pyramids and they have a lot of, you know, advanced technology, but it but it's it's ancient technology. It's off planet technology. They'll really help all they're there for really is to raise the vibration of this planet so that these reptilians can't stay here. They either have to leave or they won't be able to exist in a high vibrational field. So, Is there a timeline? When are these pyramids set to arrive on Earth? It's critical timing. Um, it's going to be within the next two years.
In about two years, give or take, these gigantic uh, pyramids being constructed off planet will suddenly appear on the planet. Do we know, uh, are you able to divulge, you mentioned that they'll be placed on <laughs> particular le ley lines. Can you t tell us yeah. approximately where they will be located? Uh, all I can say is the word America, because of course, you know, the negative deep state and the ETs will not want them here. So if we said where they're here, they'd buy up all the land and try and stop it from happening. But uh, but we do know where they're going to go. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to really happen. And then what happens after the uh, you say the reptilians or the draconians because they're low they're low uh, vibrational entities they can't survive on this planet. Will they, they'll, they'll just perish or they'll leave or they'll stay underground? What will happen? Uh, they'll have to, well, they'll either perish or leave because, you know, they can't live in this high vibrational world. Their body will shut down because they're in a low vibrational state. But uh, we think they'll leave and, you know, go elsewhere and do other things. They have the technology, of course, you know, there's plenty of, there's plenty of craft. Even the reptilians and the draconian have got craft, so um, they, can, they can leave, yeah. And what about the archons? What will happen to them? Uh, they won't be able to come near the planet because, again, low vibration. Even though they're, even though they're a being and, and a, a, an energetic being, an energy, you know, lower vibrational energy can't get through a high vibrational energy field. It's like you know, putting your hand through a brick wall. You just can't do it. So uh, they'll, they won't be able to get near the planet once the planet's raised its vibration. So it'll be a very good kind of instrument to, you know, uh, get us back to that high vibrational place. And it's really going to help humanity uh, to raise their vibration and get back to a sovereign being, you know, uh, get rid of this powerless, you know. I mean, you know, it's sad to see people, you know, depressed, powerless, you know, they don't know what to do. And, you know, I understand it, you know, but uh, it takes a bit of work to get back to your sovereign self. You know, as, as as beings, you know, humanity, we ingest way too much emotion, you know, hundreds of thousands of layers around the heart. And that's why people have a lot of heart conditions as well, because there's so much stuck energy around there, you know, and I think uh, once we start releasing that, and these pyramids will help by raising your vibration. So uh, it's going to be a really good thing. All right, let's go to the live chat. Thinker asks... How are you able to, uh, or what method do you use to remove these spiritual demonic attachments, Chris? What I do when I work with people, I used to do in-person sessions, I don't anymore. And what I do is I use portals. Um, so what we do is put eight portals around somebody, 27 esoteric Merkabah fields around them, bond the portals into the Merkabah fields because they've got eight points, and then it means the Bakilzdek beings can get through the ultimate dimension, come down here, and escort them out of your body. And that's how we got rid of them. And what they do is they send them... You know, the thing is about... If, if you go to a church, say, in the name of Jesus, right, leave. The, the problem with that is is that you've just upset the entity because it's been commanded to leave, so it will. It'll float around the church, and it'll find somebody else to attach you. You've got to safely move them on and send them back to God with unconditional love and forgiveness. That means, you know, it's up to the God realm to deal with them, whatever they see fit. We're not judging them. And that's a very important point, I think. And are you enlisting the help of other entities? Oh, yeah. In, yeah, yeah. And who, the who or what in particular? I, I, I work with the Bacuzdet beings, you know, there's a lot of them uh, in the ultimate dimension, but, you know, because they're in a portal, they can come through the ultimate dimension as energetic beings, and they can actually do work on your body. You can actually feel it. It's like, it's kind of like psychic surgery. You can feel things happen in your kidneys, liver, whatever, whatever they need to do. It's, it's pretty amazing. They're amazing beings, bless them. 
Not Gordian in our live chat is asking, how do you communicate with these various beings? How often do you do you meet them in person? I talk to them every day. Um, I talk to them. Um, they sometimes appear, um, but uh, you know, most of the time you're just communicating through telepathy. I'm very good at telepathy. I can read people's minds, you know, and I can also remote view people as well. So. That means, you know, if you lie on your bed, you can have a look at your body and say, okay, let's have a look at the liver, you know, uh, yeah, that looks okay, or it looks a bit sick, It's maybe it's a bit grey, it's low vibrational. You see tumours, you can see, um, you know, how's, how's the lower back? Oh, a lot of people have L4, L5 disc issues, you know, they bulge because these entities tap in and, and once they tap in, even though they're energetic, it seems to destroy the L4, L5 disc. Uh, so, because if you think about it, you know, you're so strong, you know, as a human being, you know, your spine's one of the strongest instruments in your body and yet everyone's got lower back issues. And of course, there's another reason for that as well is because of the emotion we actually ingest, the muscles tighten in the lower back and start pulling your hips out. And, you know, everyone's going to the chiropractor, we put them back in, they go out, go back in. You know, it's important to do some work on releasing the emotion and getting the muscles, um, you know, uh, chilled out in the lower back so that it doesn't keep pulling the back out. So. There's lots of cause and effects uh, for different things. All right. We are talking about uh, off-planet and interdimensional uh, entities, negative entities, archons, reptoids or reptilians, draconians. And let's go back to the live chat. Sigma6 asks, Chris, any thoughts on the work of John Lamb Lashes and his research of the Nag Hammadi? Uh, I haven't heard of him, actually, so sorry. I haven't got any, I haven't got any uh, comment on that, bless you. The Nagamadi, I guess this is the this these were the uh, the books referred to often as the apocrypha, the books of the Bible that weren't included in the Bible. Uh, some yeah, are yeah, considered yeah. heretical, others I don't know. They might be useful resources, but I'm I, I'm not sure if if uh, John Lamb Lashes has done some work with the Nag Hammadi Library. I think that's what Sigma Six is referring to. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, and I think that, out, course, sorry, go ahead. You know, with the truth about Magdalene and Jesus, and so yeah, I mean, I know a lot of it, but. Um, I haven't looked at his work. I'll have to look at that. I'll make a note of that, see if I can look at it. When it comes to this oppression on the part of the uh, the Archons or the, the Reptilians, you would acknowledge that, that there is, aside from that, there is actual mental illness and physical illness that is not caused by that, or would you say that it's all caused by oppression? I would say, I mean, it can become chemical balance. You know, some, you know, if you, if you ingest a lot of emotion, for example, if your neurochemical balance goes off balance, then you can get like, you know, anxiety, you know, all these things uh, are diagnosed down here as mental illness, anxiety, uh, ADHD, ADD, OCD, and PTSD. Um, you know, and I'm not, I'm, I'm sure most people have got some form of anxiety right now because, you know, what's happening on the planet and maybe a little PTSD as well. But I think, um, you know, take for example, if you look at people who have got schizophrenia, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them are very gifted people. They can see and talk to beings. The problem is, is that they're talking to the wrong ones. They're talking to the negative ones that are sending them off balance, you know, because the reptilians will not, you know, they tend to give you two, two or three truths and one huge lie and send you off on a, a circle with angelic beings, like the Palladians, Acturians, Lemurians, Atlantarians. They will all tell you the truth and they're God beings because they want you to, uh, you know, raise your vibration and really get to your sovereign being self and find your God-given gift. Everyone's got a God-given gift. So I think, um, yeah, they, they send, you know, the negative ones do send you off balance. But 
But once, you know, I've, I've worked a lot with schizophrenics. I work with psychiatrists, psychologists, and psychotherapists. And, you know, we get them back to talking to the angelic beings, and then they feel amazing. But if people don't understand in your family what you're doing, for example, you know, have I got schizophrenia? Well, the answer is no, but I can talk to beings. So, you know, you've got to think, well, okay, what does that mean? You know, it means you've got a gift. So you've got to disseminate, I suppose, between, you know, people who really are, you know, depressed and sick and, and people who've got a gift but are being manipulated by these archons, reptilians, reptoids, uh, you know, it's important. So I want to be careful with this next question because I don't want to absolve this group I'm going to talk about from any responsibility. But let's talk about serial killers, for example. Are serial killers, dare I say, victims of some sort of oppression from archons or, or reptilians or some sort of demonic entity? Uh, I think some of them can, can it can come from, uh, you know, uh, becoming a sociopath where, you know, because your father beat you and things like this, you just start playing that out uh, with other people. But it's interesting, you know, I looked at a, I looked, when, when, when I heard about Ted Bundy, which, you know, killed 36, 36 women, I wanted to understand it. So I, I looked at, uh, there was like a, a, a series on it where they looked at how it worked and what happened. And I, I watched it just to understand what was happening. And one very interesting point, which I could talk to you about, is that the, uh, the journalist who went to see him before death row, before he died, uh, sat with him. And he said it was amazing because if he asked, how did you do it? His eyes went black and he got all, you know, uh, very aggressive. If he said, well, how would somebody do it and sp spoke in a third, you know, third party, he would just explain the whole thing. Like, oh, this is it, that's that. Uh, but, you know, you could tell that in, in that case, the has no human being could do what he did to women. So there's got to be something that's uh, influencing. And, and it could be a total possession. You know, his whole soul is pushed out of the way. And these things do actually completely possess people. And I think that's what happened with him, you know, because... If your eyes go black, it's a very good signal. If, if you see somebody and the eyes go black, you know they've got an attachment or they look like reptilian eyes. You know, they start flickering like reptilians. So that's a very good measure to see whether someone's got an attachment or not and, or whether they're, in quotes, possessed. And who is susceptible uh, to being oppressed or possessed by uh, an archon or one of these negative entities? Well, in my opinion, I mean, a lot of people do have attachments, but the people who really get attacked by them, to me, Richard, is the people who really want to get back to the, they want to wake up, they want to get to a high vibrational state, they want, they want to get back to their sovereign being where they can manifest things. But as they're doing that, these things are trying to knock you down. They don't want you to get out of an, in quote, sheep-like state. They want you really to get up there and uh, really make a difference, um, you know, they, they don't want you to get up there, they want you to just be numbed down, so they attack and attack. I see it all the time. You know, we work with thousands of people, helping them to get to that, what I call, what I call the, you know, the sovereign place or the, the God space, where once your vibration's there, they can't touch you, you know, so they, they oh, you're too much hassle, let's go bother somebody else. And, you know, it's, it's amazing to watch, you know, people don't realize how much people can get attacked by these things, you know, so. It's the people who are trying to make, you know, uh, make, you know, turn into their spiritual sovereign being. That's the ones that are going to get attacked. If people just going to work, earn a paycheck, coming down, depressed, can't pay the mortgage, go, you know, go and buy some food, watch TV. If they've got a, an average life, then they're not a threat to these these beings. The people who are a threat is the people who step outside and say, "Hang on, 
there's something going on with this world and start to investigate and start to, you know, really get that vibration up. When you look at Vladimir Putin, when you look at him in his eyes, when he's on television, do you see someone who has been oppressed by an archon or a, a negative entity? Uh, I don't actually. No, I don't. I, I, I've, I do look at I do look at leaders and things, and he doesn't. He doesn't have an attachment. Interesting. You're probably going so to what be do you surprised think he's saying? Sorry. You'd probably be you'd probably be surprised at that. <laughs> so, but you know, you've got to look at the whole narrative of what's going on, you know, and uh, do some research on it because, like you say, you know, things are never the way they seem. Always. No. That's true. We're, we uh, we have to be careful. You know, the, the same media that lied to us about so many things, including, you know, so many aspects of COVID. Now, all of a sudden, we're supposed to take, uh, you know, their version as gospel when they're reporting on this war. It, it's not necessarily black hats and white hats. It's a series of gray hats. Uh, tell us again, is, yeah. uh, Christopher, about the, um, the thrice weekly uh, healing sessions you're doing online. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to come, go to globalenlightenmentproject.com. Uh, it's on the front page. You can sign up. So uh, it's the generic healing. Uh, it's Monday, 9 a.m. Central Time tomorrow morning. In fact, um, Thursday, 5 p.m. Central Time and Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. We work on the eyes, you know, the, we work on the teeth, spine. We work on the liver, kidneys. We work on most, a lot of things. Do we cover everything? Probably not, but... We do cover most things, and it's it's about an hour. You'll really feel it, and we actually remove entities at the start. So any attachments, we'll remove those at the start. And uh, again, the uh, the book History, Truth, and Healing. Uh, just tell us a little bit about that and where we can get it. Yeah, you can either come to the website. We have them in stock. Uh, History, Truth, and Healing of Manufactured Diseases. Uh, and it's it's you know you can go to Amazon or you can get it. To, from the uh, the website, you know, globalalignmentproject.com. If you go onto the ministry market, uh, you'll see it all there. You know, we have a lot of meditations to help you raise your vibration. There's a lot of instruments to help. Well, Christopher, it's been a real pleasure, really uh, enlightening, <laughs> no pun intended. Thank you so much for this. Oh, bless you. Thanks for having me on, Richard. And it's absolutely been wonderful. And thank you for your team as well. Bless you. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.